Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. We're channeling some good vibes here on Fat Mascara this week. It's going to be like a chill, crystal-infused, fabulous episode. Right, Jess? Yes. Oh, I'm Jen, by the way. You're still Jess. Jess. I'm Jess. All right. We're going to be talking about Jen's beauty adventure in Iceland. You're back. I I should sing Bjork right now, but that's not going to happen, so continue. Yes. (laughs) Then we're going to be talking about curtain bangs, the hottest style on Pinterest. Finally, things are heating up. We're talking about rosacea. Do you have it? Seems like everyone does. Now, who's our crystally, magical, super fabulous, fantabulous guest? 
Also, supermodel Miranda Kerr is in the studio. And can I just say, she has like an entourage. She's fabulous and like just, she's magic, isn't she? Miranda is magic. She's also the founder of Cora Organics, so we'll talk about her beauty line. It's going to be a good episode. There might be some dirt on her love life. One of my favorite guests. Yeah, oh, yeah. She definitely gave us a little bit of a yeah. an inside peek into the world of Miranda She's a Kerr. special one. Yeah, really loved her. For those podcast listeners who don't realize that this isn't live, this isn't live. We have been it's gone. It's not? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we, we've been gone for actually a couple of weeks. We've both been traveling. Jen, you had an incredible looking trip in Iceland. What were you doing there? I was in Iceland to interview a celebrity, but also to have a little beauty adventure that I might be writing about. I visited the Blue Lagoon, which you guys have definitely seen photos of it. Every time there's a spa story in a magazine, I swear to you, the model is like soaking in the Blue Lagoon. It's Wait, was this celebrity Bjork? It wasn't Bjork. I'm glad you asked. It's off the record for now. Bye. Are you still doing the Bjork <laughs> Jeez. I, uh, I asked everybody in Iceland about it. They're like, they don't want to talk about Bjork. Not at all. They do want to talk about the Blue Lagoon. But anyway, you've seen pictures of it. It's that like turquoise colored water. And then there's steam rising off of it because it's 100 degrees Fahrenheit, where the air is like, you know, 30 degrees. It's um, just like a big hot tub in the winter. Yeah, but the water turns over like every 40 hours. So it's not like you're sitting in everybody's like grossness. Okay, that's good. It's a hot tub in the middle of the snow in the winter. It's the coolest thing that's ever. That's really cool. However, I will say, all those beautiful photos of models looking spy coming out of the Blue Lagoon, their hair is effed up for weeks afterwards. Really? Why? I know, because it happened to me. It happened to you. Yes. XO Jane Joe, style. Did my hair look thinner than it did when you saw me a couple weeks ago? Here's what happened. Okay, so the water is blue because it has a lot of silica, which is a mineral that reflects the light. So then the sky is reflected and it looks blue. It's not like mm -hmm. the water is really blue. It's almost okay. like milky. And that's great for skin. It makes it really soft. It's always good for psoriasis and eczema and all those kinds of conditions. However, it's almost silica is like, you know, those little silica gel packets when you buy a pair of cheap shoes and there's like that little. Or just shoes. Keep going. Okay. But like they're not in like Manolo Blahniks don't have like the silica gel packet, do they? I don't know. Keep going. It's almost like sand. It's teeny <laughs> tiny crystals of like absorbent. It's like you're running pumice through your hair. D like I, pumice? Pumice. <laughs> <laughs> I think about like pumas. Like, wow. First she's ripping on my shoes. Now she's talking about pumas. I am not following the story. I have a little bit of a cold. My head's weird. Okay. really weird. Anyway. So silica is almost like sand, like really fine grain sand. Not only does it dehydrate your hair, it gets stuck in there. I could not get a comb through my hair for a good two weeks, and I'm still trying to recover from it. Okay, so if, is there like is it is it basically like salt water on acid? Is that what it wasn't on? salty though? It's a it's one of the, it's like a thermal spring, but okay. like times a hundred. Okay. Um, oh, I've been using I've been using that Orlando Pita Play damage therapy. Oh yeah, to fix it up. But the one that gave me the best. Fix, I think was the Pantene. It was like an oil infused in a black tube. Their mm. deep conditioner. I wore that straight for like three days, and I think that really helped. Yeah, your with hair, my hair looks fine to me. I think it looks good. Well, you know, I do my best. So 
Jen. Um, I had a lot of airplane and airport and holiday in time this week. Oh, right, because you were in Scotland while I was in Iceland. Um, I was in Chicago and then a suburb of Chicago for way too long, waiting for my canceled BA flight to reroute me to Scotland. It's been it's been a trip. Good. It's times. been a trip. It's been really special. But anytime, anyway. Um, I had a lot of time to catch up on some magazines, and while in um, my layover, <laughs> where is this going? Yeah, um, I picked up one of my favorite magazines, Grazia. Oh, Grazia, yes, yes, and um, the British that, version. I was just going to say, is that in the states or it's a British magazine? No, uh, there there are several different versions, but the British Grazia is obviously my fave because I only read English. So. Um, <laughs> There is this, and that's the only reason race, I like it yes. because it's in English. Because it's in English, but it's, it's actually a fantastic magazine. And I read that there has been a six hundred percent uptick on Pinterest of searches for "quote unquote" curtain fringe for the American listeners here. That is curtain bangs. Oh, we're not talking home decor. No, no, not, not a curtain fringe on your on your couch or your curtain you know, bangs. Curtain bangs. Now, what are curtain bangs? You ask. Jess, what are curtain bangs? Curtain bangs are long, like fringy, not to use a word to describe a word, like long kind of 60s, 70s, more 70s-ish, like kind of eyebrow, just below the eyebrow grazing bangs, the kind that you can swoop in the center to kind of part them. Yeah, and you aren't can they like, swoop them to the side. Aren't they longer on the outside too? They can be. Almost like, almost like if you were opening a stage and the curtains were opening and swooping like that, that's sort of like... The image I get, That's right? beautiful, yes. Maybe that's why they call it a curtain think, bang. Think Brigitte Bardot. Oh, who doesn't want to think Brigitte Bardot? Or think Bardot? Alexa Chung. 600%? I thought, you know what, Like when I started looking at them, maybe it was just the, the delirium of sitting there for so long, just like just dying to get where I needed to go. But I was like, maybe I want curtain <gasps> bangs. Everybody goes through the bang thing when they're in a dark space. Right? And I was like, that's what I really need to pep up my look before the wedding, right? So <laughs> I, I'm actually, I might be feeling this, okay? I don't know if I should make any big decisions before um, the wedding, but I, I really loved it. And I thought, you know what? Let me ask one of my hair gurus, Wes Sharpton of Hair Story, yes. who is the king of quote unquote cool girl hairstyles and also vintagey, you know, like kind of sexy. Mod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 60s mod looks. So. He said, I said, what kind of hair type does it, does it suit? He said that it really it can suit anyone. It all depends on, and I was afraid of this, your willingness and devotion to the look. So even a person with curly hair could have this. It just depends on, are you willing to blow this baby out? Jess, say blow this baby out. Are you I willing know. to blow that baby out? Well, he said, if you have a cowlick in the front, hello, raising my hand. Yeah. Which is, he said, cowlick, for those of you who don't know, is a jump in your root direction. I have a really bad one. I looked like a dairy queen when I was a kid. I had like a little... Yeah, it's like a little swirl there on your forehead. Yeah, Uh yeah, it's real bad. Um, You're going to need to exhaust the root every day with a blow dryer. exhaust the root. I know, I like that that turn of phrase he used. He also said you also might need to put a clip in it to hold it down while it cools. This seems like a lot of work before 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, (laughs) People who won't have much trouble with this style are obviously people with straighter hair and wavy haired people will have a minimal amount of work. That depends on what minimal amount of work means. Okay. So um, it just depends on whether or not you're looking to 
to put it. This is a high maintenance yeah, look. I think it's kind of high maintenance. Um, but I also said to him, what should you tell your hairstylist so that you don't walk out with Zoe Deschanel bangs or like worse Betty Page bangs? Not saying those are bad styles, but I, I once said bangs to someone when I was in high school and I walked out with like little Betty Page bangs, not well, the look I was well, going for. Well, you got for. bangs. Yeah, bad, real bad. He said, tell them that you're what you're looking for is a longer bang and that you want to be able to push it from side to side, hence the curtain name in the bang. Okay. So or I think bring a picture of Alexa Chung. That or br- would really be helpful. Yeah. That would really be helpful. And do, do they do they know why the 600% increase? Did some celebrity just, or maybe Alexa sort of grew her into this? Well, I was looking at like, like I mean, like I guess I, I know Alexa Chung is, you know, she seems to like not go away. But also, <laughs> and I'm not saying we I don't, can't get rid of her. No, I'm not Alexa, I don't please like come her. on the podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I like her. But it's just kind of I'm, I'm consistently fascinated that like every fashion week, it's like, oh, she's got a line. Yeah. Oh, she's why are you, got why a are you famous? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty amazing. I, I want her secrets. Um, but so many models have bangs right now, and they all have like long bangs. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. And even like girls with curly hair have bangs too. You know. Um, True. So, I'm not quite sure, but I think you just you want to keep it very loose. And as for product, he said, you know, make sure that you're not like to, to have this like lived in quality. He suggests putting in like a texturizing spray. Like he suggests hair stories undressed, which I can vouch for. It's like a light texturizing spray. It's not too salty mm-hmm. and just kind of muss it up. Don't um don't give it like this blowout blow dry bar. Look. So after you do the taming and, yeah. the, and the exhausting of the roots. Yes. Then. Thank you, Jen. So it's not too perfect. Yeah. So it's not Zoe deschanel Right. Which is that little cutie patootie thing. Then you do a little muss muss. Yeah. A little muss muss. Got it. So, I mean, I'm into the look. I'm not sure if it's something I'm going to be doing before my Can you day. imagine if you're walking down the aisle and and oh that's the first time Jeff sees you with like and you have, <laughs> and you have curtain fringe? Oh my god! Or the way I Jeff to- sort of has curtain fringe. He has lovely like floppish kind of bang hair. He has like long. Oh, this is gonna be a good hair wedding. I hope so. All right. Probably not gonna do curtain fringe for the wedding though. But you guys, if, if you I do it, style. If you do it, I want to see it. DM us some pics. Jen. Yes. You know what's like really bothering me? Uh, I'm ready. What what is it? Well, we don't have enough time on this podcast. <laughs> just, but I didn't want to make you mad, but I wanted to say like how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like every like, you know, there's a, a new a new bugaboo every day in the beauty industry. Oh, not even but, beauty. Like, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm gluten-free. Like, yeah, everybody's no. got a thing. The new thing right now? Yeah. I've got rosacea. Girl, I do have rosacea. No, I don't doubt that you do. But, like, everyone who ever gets, like, a red mark oh. thinks that they have rosacea. When rosacea is actually a very serious, very distressing, very upsetting, emotionally charged issue yeah like they go to soul cycle and get a little red and it's like i have rosacea that's not rosacea there's a whole month for people who have rosacea it's april so (laughs) i get their own month that's how serious and and i'm not i'm not guys i'm not belittling i'm not making fun of rosacea so please don't um take my humor the wrong way because it can turn into papules and pustules and you look like that guy that's painful wc fields or whatever that big red nose yeah it's painful it's It's real so it's not something to joke around about, as I just joked around about it. But, <laughs> so my point is, 
I wanted to know if people really have more rosacea. Yeah, I keep hearing a lot more people than I think a couple years ago were saying, like they used to say, oh, I have sensitive skin. And now it's all of a sudden everybody thinks they have rosacea. Who do you t- It's do the you- new sensitive skin. It's the That's new what you said. That- sensitive yeah. skin. Yes. Right. Is so, it is it really is there really an uptick? What's the story? So I asked Dr. Zeichner, who I swear to God knows everything, and he said that he he's not sure if it's actually the number of patients with rosacea is truly increasing or whether or not we are just more aware of it. Mm-hmm. He says that means that more patients may be seeking care from their doctor to make it appear that there are high, more that there are higher numbers than there actually are. Does that make sense? Yes. I just had a theory. Will you bear with me while I Absolutely. add into it? So I heard recently I had started using a hyaluronic acid serum, one of those low molecular weight hyaluronic acids, mm-hmm. which are smaller and able to penetrate better. And I truly had a rosacea flare-up, and I did not coordinate the two. And then I talked to my derm and a couple other facialists I know, Mary Shook being one of them. Yes. And there is some beginning knowledge that those low molecular weight hyaluronic acids can cause rosacea flare-ups. And I think that hyaluronic acid is in every product now. Isn't it such a buzzy ingredient? It is. All those water gels from Korea, all those really Mm -hmm. rich moisturizers. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is no proof behind this. There's no study. And Dr. Zeichner didn't even say this. But I think that anecdotally, that might be part of it. Or, as he said, more people, what, knowing about it? That, so like, could, that could be true. Like self-diagnosing. Yeah, I think there, you know, it's like with so many things, self, self-diagnosing. Now, he said um, that he said the big conversation we're having around rosacea has to do with background redness. He said rosacea, just so we get clear, maybe it would have been helpful if I actually defined what rosacea was. Oh, yeah, so sorry. I apologize to everyone. Rosacea is a condition where the skin is sensitive to the environment and overreactive to triggers including stress, spicy foods, alcohol, hot beverages, and extremes in weather. So you know what? Oh, and he said this leads to, uh, to abnormal dilation of blood vessels and excessive flushing. Over time, this in- intermittent flushing may be- become fixed background redness. So like I... My vasos are dilated right. all the time, <laughs> 24-7. And those triggers that I mentioned, things like stress... Extremes in weather. Yes, we remember. Alcohol. It was just 10 seconds ago. Sorry. Okay. No, I'm, I mean, I I needed some help. Um, those things I feel like are more frequent. And I said alcohol because it's like if you're stressed, some people drink to deal with it. So maybe there really is an uptick. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of going back on my initial reaction. Maybe people do have rosacea more because those those triggers are more common and more intense. And there are lots of over-the-counter products that can help. Um, I know there's a rosacea line from Cetaphil I've been using, but honestly, I had to go and get a metronidazole cream. I don't I don't know how to say that. It's it's like a, an, a topical antibiotic, and that's what it took to get my big flare-up post-hyaluronic acid mm. back under control. So it is the kind of thing you might want to see a derm about if you think it's you. Yes, Dr. Zeigner recommended Rofade, which he said, full disclosure, he worked on Allergan's PR team about that. Is that a topical as well? Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. But sometimes it takes prescription stuff is what what I think the moral of the story is here. Yeah. But don't go around saying you have rosacea if you don't know. Exactly. It could be something that could just be a a quick thing that – a quick irritation. This is – Rosacea is determined by your genes. It's okay. not um, just this fleeting little irritation. It's not caused by spin. And, um, and it's it actually has, quite serious. And it has its own month. So, yeah, it does have its own month, Jen. And if you guys have any rosacea fixes and advice, please tweet us, 
Instagram us, um, chat in our private Facebook group, which is getting a lot of love lately. Thank you. Email us. It, it's a, a topic that comes up again and again and again. So, um, yeah, thanks in advance. We're here with Miranda Kerr, who's the CEO of Core Organics, also a model. We're so glad you're here. You've come up on the podcast a couple times. Oh, Multiple nice. times. Yeah. Actually, our first episode, um, makeup artist Rosemary Swift was the guest. Oh, I love Rosemary. She's one of my best friends. You guys go way back, right? We do go way back. She and her dog was here, and I was well, like... My dog. I think I recognize <laughs> that dog. Fact check, fact check. Fact check, that's my dog. Frankie, right? Frankie, yes. Yeah, you're, no. busy, you're a busy woman. I get it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that first. Before we get into Cora Organics and running a huge international business, a lot of people know you for your modeling career. Um, and I read recently that you were like, okay, I'm slowing down on the modeling. I'm running a business here. I have a family. Mm -hmm. But tell us, I don't know how many years you've been modeling, but like... 20 years. 20, 20 years. years. Yeah, I started my first photo shoot when I was 13. Jeez. I think they're going to say like four. Oh. You don't <laughs> what? No. How do you... You're ageless. Okay, we'll get to that at the end of the podcast Thanks. when you come with your products. Like. Yeah, okay. so, I mean, 20 years, Whoa. What like, what is, like, a highlight for you? I mean, not that it's over. You're still going to model, I'm sure, when it's right for you. Yeah, like, when it, like as, as you've heard, like, you know, obviously my family, you know, my husband and Flynn, they're my priority. And then if, um, you know, and then obviously Cora is, like, number two. And then after that, if, like, modeling jobs kind of can fit into that and they're going to shoot locally and yeah, then I'll, you know, maybe do it. But it's not really, like, it's not. It was really wonderful, but it's not it's my passion. You know, my passion is my skincare line core organics and I'm a very passionate mother and wife. So yeah, it's just like, you know, I'm able to do that now. Sure. You know, mm -hmm. and the modeling gave me the platform to do that. And, you know, I invested, you know, pretty much almost all of my money into Cora. I think it was a lot. <laughs> That's really smart. Yeah. It's, really it's smart. like I'm, I've worked my butt off like for years you know, traveling around the world and not making it to my friends' weddings and, you know, like missing it. Like everyone would go on holidays in Europe in the summer and I would be slogging away, working away and saving. And thank God I did because that enabled me to be able to, you know, put that money into my business, you know. Did you always have that um, in your mind's eye when you started modeling? Like, okay, this yeah. is great, but this is a means to an end. Yes, it was always a means to an end. And yeah. I was never attached to it. I was like, listen, this is something like if I can do it and make money and get to travel the world, then I'll do it. But if it stops, like I didn't mind. I just, I wasn't yeah. like, you know what I mean? I wasn't like looking for it. I was just like enjoying it, saving my money, you know, and mm -hmm. trying to be smart about it really. Because I always thought this is a short-lived job. I'm, I, I never thought it would last as long as it did. Like, Yeah. It sounds like I was going to ask you what some of the, downsides of modeling were but you sort of hit on them but like what were the highlights you got to travel the world but is there like shoots that you think back and you were just like I cannot believe I had the opportunity to do that is yeah, any come I to mean, mind I've had so many of those like wild shoots like and like amazing shoots and incredible destinations and like I mean I've seen the world and worked with like some of the most creative people in the industry um and it was such a fun experience you know like working with Steve and Mizell. Um, and actually on the way down here, we were talking about like 
how that kind of came about and like Italian Vogue and all of that and um and then like you know I was thinking like Willie Vanderpeer shot me for like a few things actually in the beginning and it was really him and the way that he kind of because obviously I was doing Victoria's Secret before the fashion stuff kind of started Mm -hmm. um so it was always like quite the commercial girl you know and like I would Mm -hmm. always like be doing catalogue for days you know and that was good to make the money and you know I was like great you know save it (laughs) smart (laughs) and um you know and then it was like it was really like Willie Vanderpeer and Stephen Mizell who like really had faith in my ability to be able to get into like the high fashion stuff um and Nicholas um obviously Gessier and um yeah so the combination of of those three like really believing in me and working with me and and not seeing me like putting me in a box like that was that was great because I got to express like an artistic side so not just a commercial yeah right type of model yeah, now, it's really obvious that you had a very clear headset, and you were very determined as a model. Um, is there anything that you would say, though, if you're looking back, like, oh, you know, what do you wish you could tell your younger self, or any advice that you would have given yourself? My, it seems like you were very calculated, but is there anything like, like my mm. family is very much like because I started modeling young, like they mm-hmm. discovered me when I was thirteen through this. Um, competition in Australia it's called Dolly magazine it's like oh Dolly I've yeah, heard of that like yeah. I feel like a lot of fashion people or beauty people have mentioned it have mentioned ways. Dolly like, yeah. Poppy King has mentioned it on the podcast yeah so yeah. Dolly magazine is like a young magazine for girls and they have this modeling competition and a friend of mine and en- like entered myself and herself into it and I ended up winning and I had no idea about fashion like I remember my first photo shoot um, walking in and being like, oh, look at all these clothes. Oh, can I wear that? Can I wear that? And they're like, "Um, it doesn't work that way. And I'm like, well, and they're like, you're going to wear this. And I was like, I'm going to wear that brown top with those brown pants. Like that's kind of like, you know, and they were like, yeah, that's what you're going to wear. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I finally understood that that's what, you know, that's how it went down. (laughs) But I had no idea. And I didn't even buy magazines when I was a kid. I hadn't, didn't know. Um, when you had these shoots, when you were coming in as a young model, even when you were more experienced, like what's the longest someone sat you in a chair to do hair and makeup? You're obviously an expert in beauty now, but like, can you remember like just sitting there and being like, I can't believe I'm still sitting in this chair. Like people think it takes, you know, half an hour, right? Yeah, you wish, but (laughs) (laughs) when you're doing like, you know, I remember doing Japanese Vogue and my hair style was like quite big and then the you know, it was like these like kimonos and things and lots of layers. And I was just like, oh, man, like this is like you really have to have a lot of patience. Like let me tell you, Maudlene has taught me patience, patience in every regard. Because they're, they're always like, hurry up, hurry up. And then they're like, and then you sit and like you wait. Hurry like, up and wait. Yeah, it's like hurry up and wait. Could you yeah. spend more time prepping for uh, taking the photo than actually taking the photo, do you think? Sometimes. But then now that doesn't happen anymore because I'm like, okay, come on, we can do it. And then I work with teams that know me and I know them and like and it's the same thing with like I work with photographers that I know and like that way you know things are like seamless. Like why would you want to put yourself through that? Yeah. Like, if you I don't want to sit there for hours. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like I just can't. And, like, I know that we can, like, get the same results if we do it, you know. Do you get to pick your teams? I do now, yes. That's great. Very lucky. Who's on the Miranda team? Oh, well, there's a few. Mm. There's a few. Depends, like, you know, where I'm working, if it's in New York or in L.A. Um, 
but you know, like I've worked with Rosemary Swift for years and um, Hung and Lisa Story. Sure. Yeah. The good ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there any like shoots that stand out in your mind that you've done with any of these folks that you really loved? Or just some of your well, all-time favorite shoots? Probably my all-time favorite shoot was the Italian Vogue cover. Well, with Steve and myself was like really I mean kind of anything like even just like some little things I did for American Vogue with Stephen were just like they're just like timeless pictures and Stephen really he knows like how to he knows like obviously he's a master of light he's like like he'll take a photo and like it's just like perfect without having to do anything to it because he just gets the light right Mm -hmm. and like and he's so efficient when he takes the photo like he'll take like Maybe when he gets you into the position, he'll take like eight to ten like clicks, and he's like, "Okay, next." <laughs> you got it. And you I'm got like, the shot, right? "You know what? That's really good." When you're modeling, you're doing like, you know, however many photos um, to be able to kind of have that. That kind of like it's like it's like it's like a fluid kind of like dance, you know. And then and he just like he's really good at that because otherwise. You do this and you do that and you try and it's just like you're worn out by the time mm-hmm. you get to the next photo and you're only going to use one of those photos. So if you've got it, then why not move on? And like he's really the master of that. Like a lot of people I feel like there are some photographers that are insecure so they like take like, you know, ten different angles on one shot and like – I feel like I'm guilty whenever I'm on set. I'm always <laughs> like, let's just try it this way just in case yeah, just no, to have it. Just, no. So I'm annoying the models is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, it just depends. Yeah, it teaches sure. you patience. How do you get better as a, as a model? I'm just curious. Like, is there, you know, you starting, you think about you're starting, starting out versus like how you are now. Is it like a mental, like a Jedi mind trick? Or do you um, think about something like, I know you don't want to give away your trade secret. <laughs> like, I, I sometimes wonder, I mean, when I was younger, I remember thinking, and I know this is a very naive way to think, like, how can you be like a good model? Like one girl's prettier than the next. I know that's not true anymore, but I remember somebody but, being like, someone's yeah. amazing. I'm like, is she really? She's just really pretty. But now I know that there are good models and there are bad models. So what is a good model? Mm, I feel like when you can really be in the moment, that captures the photo the best. And that's what Steven's so good at doing because like he'll look at you and like connect with you and then he'll like do this thing like you like – you know, like show you this kind of facial expression he wants you to do and then you kind of like... He'll do it? He'll do it. He'll like show you and then you'll be like... And you do it and you like... I don't know. It's like you mirror him and like... And it's like he has this kind of confidence and like if you have the right photographer and you have the right team, you can get the most incredible photos even if like say you're not a great model. But if you are a great model, then you know how to work with a lot of different teams mm-hmm. you know if you know like what like works for almost. you it, it definitely is chemistry mm. so it's not totally the model's fault if it's not a great shoot oh my god yeah no it definitely isn't so okay so yeah what, what's what's the best beauty tip that you've learned from all your years like with with people like rosemary lisa on set with steven um well it really has a lot to do with like you said like the energy that you're feeling and like, you know, kind of owning whatever outfit it is that you're in or like, like just like, you know, just kind of like whether it's like music that can get you in the mood or whether it's like, 
you know, working with the right photographer. Like so many times, like I've had to like try to like help direct photographers and things like that. And it like, they, we actually end up getting better results, but I like really try to be like gentle about it and like not hurt their egos or anything. Cause at the end of the day, I'm just trying to get like a good result for everyone. Right. I'm like, Hey guys, we're a team. Like let's, you know, work together. But obviously I didn't need to do that with Steven or Willie. And before you, yeah, before you even got into modeling, when you started to learn all this stuff, were, who did you look to for like beauty inspiration? Anyone in your family or actresses or things like that? I grew up in this little country town in Australia and I didn't really know much about, like we didn't even have a television growing up, so I didn't really know much about like TV or... When did you get your first TV? Um, maybe when I was like 15. Well, so many cool people I know grew up without television. Yeah, same with my husband. He didn't... <coughs> I know a couple other people like that. That's yeah. interesting. Like we didn't have a TV and... Like, I really think that was great because I was always outside in nature yeah. and, like, and, you know, we didn't have magazines or anything. And Once you got a TV, were you into it? Like, did you <laughs> ever put it on? Not really. Do you watch I, TV now? Not really. I watch you a movie every now and then. But that mostly, with kids. You, don't have, you don't have a favorite show? Okay. No. Right. I didn't have time for the longest time anyway to watch TV, even if I wanted to. Yeah, you're on a plane yeah. or you're having but chemistry with Stephen Mizell. Yeah, and then most of the time on the plane, I just want to sleep because I'm so exhausted, yeah, you know. I'm sure. Um, I read that your grandmother was an influence in your life and that oh, she, she had, is. well, like a beauty secret, but more like a nutrition secret. Yes. With Noni. Noni. Yes. What did you, you used to do with Noni and what is Noni? So Noni um, is a superfood, superfruit, um, and it contains like like high levels of antioxidants it's got like over 100 vitamins and minerals and um my grandma introduced it to me when I was 13 and she's like here love try some of this it's good for you <laughs> I was like okay does and it I tried only grow it. in Australia no it's um kind of like in like um it originated in Tahiti but they also grow it in Australia now but it's such um an incredible nutritious you know it's it's not so delicious but my little um, Wait, I'm drinking one of your superfood packet things right yes, now. Yes, so that is much more palatable than actual noni itself. Oh, juice I thought itself. this is what noni tasted like. Well, there is like that contains noni. It also contains acai berry. It also contains mass, um, matcha green tea and uh, blueberry extract. And the, those, the combination of those flavors is oh. much more delicious than just noni on its own and i and i put it in sauvignon blanc is that what you're supposed oh you to can do? you can by the way like i put it with champagne really? i was like i can't believe i have you. a nonini i put it with champagne a nonini. a nonini with champagne yeah i love so it i thought sweet. she was gonna be mad at me that i put it no in some white wine. oh my no, god i'm serving amazing. those at my wedding yes nonini you getting married Yes. Oh, I, maybe congratulations. That, thank you. Maybe that'll be the house drink. It should be the, the no drink. And it's like a beauty drink. It's, oh a, it's beauty from the inside and then on the outside. Too. Miranda that. Kerr, no nini. That's a yeah. But you can also mix it with tequila. It's good with tequila too. Oh. Okay. Like you do. Kind of wedding then. Yeah. Okay, so you can have a little tequila, a little coconut water, and a little of that um, skin food supplement. It's great. It's but all you can also balance. obviously have it um, on its own with water, or you can put it in your smoothie. But I love You know, that. the, the noni goes. You know, it's about a balance, as you said. 80% healthy, 20% indulgence. That's Gra my thing. Grandma knew what's up. So, Nan knew what was up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Did you have any favorite like beauty products 
that you bought, you know, as a teen, as a you know young person, outside of the Grandma Noni recommendations? You know, like, that where, where did you go to the Australian drugstore department store and buy? You know what was um, really interesting is that the Noni, if I ever had like acne. Mm-hmm. My grandma would put some on my face, like from the fridge, to get the noni juice out and just put it on my face, and like say, okay, sleep at night, and I'll wake up in the morning, you will be better. Great. And it the was noni is a is a catch all or anti-inflammatory. Anti-inflammatory. Mm. Um, it's also um, she would put it like especially on sunburn as well, would just like completely calm the sunburn, and I, that's why I was like, okay, I need to make this the key ingredient in all of my products because. It's incredible, and I've been I've been drinking it in every single day and putting it on my skin since I was thirteen. Wait, did you buy anything, or was it just like all noni all the time? What else did I buy a as a kid? Lip balm or anything? Maybe a little lip balm, but um, we have you know the in Australia the pawpaw. Oh, pawpaw. Lucas pawpaw cream. Yeah, papaya based like yeah. balm. The pawpaw cream um, on your lips, but then I was told that it's actually not as healthy as people think it is. So mm. don't be. I haven't looked into it myself. Uh, I haven't read the ingredients, but because I used it when I was young, like a long, long time ago. But, um, but I've heard that it's not that healthy. Got so. it. Um, now, obviously, you grew up in Australia. We talked about that. Do you think there's a difference in the way you now sell your products around the world, and the way like an Australian woman consumes beauty versus the rest of the world? Like, what makes it you guys different, if anything? Australians. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're so we're like a multicultural country. Um, in general, I feel like with Australians, like less is more. Yeah. You know. Um, whereas, like, if you kind of go out in Australia and you're just like wearing too much, people are kind of like, "What are you doing?" You know. Mm. But maybe that's because I grew up in a little country town. I don't know. Right. Like I more couldn't go out. It's kind of. It's kind of like keeping it, keeping it really, yeah. Right. Simple. So let's talk about... But whereas, you know, you guys oh, in America are much more, sorry, like embrace like makeup and all of that. I Especially feel. in New York, I imagine, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even as compared to LA. Yeah. Sorry, I got really excited to talk to you about Cora. Oh, Because good. we have a lot of Cora in front of us right yes. now. Let's do it. Um, you've been the face for multiple brands over the years, but eventually you decided to start your own. Yes. Like, how long were you thinking about that? When did you launch it? Why did you start it? Like, let's just get right into it. Yeah, so <laughs> in uh, 2009, I started working with um, this um, organic chemist in Australia, and I said, listen... This is what I want to create. I want the key ingredient to be noni. Um, I'm passionate about health and wellness. Like, you know, these are some other ingredients that I'm really into, like rosehip oil, sea buckthorn, um, green tea extract, chamomile, like all different ingredients. And I was like, you know, I want the brand to be certified organic and I want like I would love to filter them all through rose quartz so that it was like... Oh, you filter through quartz. rose quartz. Yeah, I didn't realize that we talked about that on yeah. the podcast. So, so the kind of three main differences with Cora is that a, it's certified organic. Mm-hmm. Um, b, it's all the products are filtered through rose quartz to give that kind of magical element and like, you know, encourage whoever is using the products or coming into interaction with the products, like encourage that kind of like self love, um, and kind of you know kind of encourage like I don't know just like I don't even know how to explain it but just like have that little bit of good vibes the positivity and then um 
um, and then the noni. So mm. yeah, the rose quartz it's and then in the every noni. Product. It's in every product. Mm, nice. Um, and so, you know, that you know to me is like I I was when I was you know I'd been modeling for such a long time and I've tried pretty much every product out there um you know from skincare to makeup and you know I was like I really hadn't found a product that was certified organic because there are a lot of products out there that claim to be organic and they just have one organic ingredient but when you're certified organic like we're certified organic through um EcoCert Cosmos is that it's, still like the dawn of like cert- organic certification? The, yeah. Like it's like the world certifying body. And let me tell you, it's a nightmare for me mm. <laughs> because they're so strict with all of their rules. Um, not only with, you know, our formulations um, and where we get everything from and we use like the highest quality certified organic products, but they're also super strict with the packaging. So that's why when we first launched in Australia in 2010, we were very, very limited with our packaging. We, you know, so that's why all the, the whole range was like this colour. Um, and what we weren't able... Let me see this so, colour. She's pointing to this like pretty pretty aquamarine. Yes. So, for instance, um, when I first launched, there are different like compartments. Like, say, for instance, like this sprayer. And mm-hmm. so we have to go out and find a manufacturer that, you know will have this kind of sprayer and I want it to look pretty or whatever. I didn't have that option before in Australia because there weren't manufacturers um, supplying this for that were that EcoCert approved because oh. the need and demand wasn't there. Is it because so there it was, might have BPA or something like that? Yeah. So that all these are like there are no BPA um, and they're all highly recyclable. But then on top of that, they need to be um, airtight because they're all oh, organic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so like every little compartment like on the outside and even on the, and the inside and on the outside and then even on the packaging like on the outside, it, it needs to be certified through EcoCert. So, I thought it was only the formulas, but it's the No, it's not just too. the formulas. It's, it's the package as well. So it's like a nightmare trying to find. And then the fact that, you know, there weren't that many manufacturers making it for certified organic because it wasn't such a big trend when I launched in Australia in 2010. But now everyone's like suddenly like wanting to get into organics and I'm like, hey guys, like, you know, like. I'm OG. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm sorry, but like, yeah, why didn't you do this a little earlier? Because like I wanted to have, you know, a beautiful packaging for the beautiful products that, I, that I've, that i you know, created. And, you know, and I'm just really excited now that, you know, we're able to have this packaging that I'm really excited about and like really, you Expand. know. Expand. Yeah, and then also to be able to expand into America because originally, like, we're in Australia in over 300 stores, but coming to America, it's such a big financial investment for me. Yeah. Because I have to put everything down, like, you know, you have to buy all the, every little ingredient um, beforehand and all the packaging beforehand. So it's like a big investment that you have to, like, put down. And so pray it, someone orders it. And just pray it. that, yeah. like, it's going to all work out because it was, like, a big risk for me to take. Once you started making your own products and you were still modeling, would you ever get to set and be like, well, you, you obviously have a love of organic products and want clean stuff on your skin. Could you say, listen, don't put X on me. Like, I don't want to have this chemical on me anymore when you can have this alternative. Or do you not always have that option? Well, I would say, hey, do you mind if we use this? 
and what was not the like hey, yeah. you know like don't put that on me like back off <laughs> but just like hey, smack you, the brush out of their yeah, hand yeah like whoa back off um no I'd be like hey do you mind if we use this like you know see what you think because I've been using it and I really love it like for instance I mix the Noni Glow face oil with like a couple of drops with um a couple of drops of the moisturizer mm. and I it's a really good like base before you put your foundation on so instead of them like priming with a primer exactly or whatever, like, try this try this yeah and you you're know, very diplomatic, Miranda. I feel oh, like thanks. I would just be like, "Don't put that on me." You yeah, I know, but that's. I mean, everyone's different, but yeah, for me, I'm just, you know, I trying to be to kind, yeah. <laughs> trying to keep it real, and just be like, "Okay." And okay, side note: I heard that you're a health coach. Yeah, certified health coach. Certified health coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. I coach would us. say, coach us, please. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know if uh, if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready to be coach. It's like they say you need to be ready. You got to be ready. Yeah. Okay, can you at least give us well, give us a couple of tips and how has it influenced Cora? Is there a connection here? Well, I really feel that health is wealth. So if you take care of your body, it will take care of you. And it's not just about oh. taking care of your body, you know, with what you eat. It's the way that you think. It's like work-life balance. It's like that whole mind-body-spirit connection. So how do I need to think? Help. Um, mm. well, I guess if you, if you choose a positive thought over a negative thought, then you have that choice. Health, Health is wealth. Positive thought over negative thought. Yes. These seem simple enough. No, but like all- you can choose your thoughts and you can choose your reality. Like I you, know you sell like a deck of cards for affirmations from your book. Yeah. Is there a favorite? Like which one should I pick? Yeah. What's, what's the hot one? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I almost bought them cause I just wanted to go through and like pick one up every morning. But then I was like, I'll have actual Miranda here. Well, I'll just ask her. <laughs> I really like the one like for me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, they're like, what? I'm like, but the one I like, it's like every cell in my body radiates with love, knowingness and bliss. So it's like, you imagine like every cell in your body is like, it's, you know, it's radiating with love, with knowingness and with bliss. Who wouldn't want that? Like, I'm alive, you know, I'm alive, I'm a vibrant being of love and light. Do you say these things to yourself? Like, I mean, I have very positive self-talk and it's a conscious choice. Were you always like that? Were you brought up like that? Or did I was something brought like up happen like that. where you started like say, hey, Miranda, I would I think like this? I was brought up, um, so, like I was like born very like generally like quite happy, but at the same time... My both of my parents would like read me like they were young parents. They had me when my mum was like seventeen and my dad was like twenty, and they're mm. still together now. That's lovely. Yeah, they're a really good team, and so they were like all into positive thinking when I grew up. And my dad would like read me things from like Old Mandino or like my mum's like let your light shine, and you know like. And my mum was also a very – she's a very hard worker. So she's like, if you're going to do something, do it properly or don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. So I, like, have that kind of ingrained into me. But, you know, I went through, like, a couple of stages in my life where I really wasn't like that a lot. Like like when um, I was 16 and my boyfriend who was 18, he passed away instantly in a car accident. So – I had to learn to change my thoughts because otherwise I would be like sobbing all day and like yeah. heartbroken and feeling sorry for myself. So yeah. instead I had to change my thoughts and go, hey, like, you know, I'm really glad and grateful that we met and, you know, and that we had the experiences that we did together because we grew up like spending a lot of time together and he was like my best friend and, you know, and obviously 
I recognized the fact that I missed him and I allowed myself to grieve for him, but then I chose to be happy and I like changed my thoughts so that I could change my reality. And I was like, you know, um, I felt like that was really powerful because I remember going to see like, you know, someone to talk to like a counselor or whatever, because Mm -hmm. I was like in school one day and I like all of a sudden just like couldn't stop crying. So I went to the counselor and I just realized at that point when I was like talking to her that there was nothing that she could do to help me, that I really had to help myself. You know, there was nothing that my mom could do to help me. There was nothing that my friends could do to help me. Like I had to really help myself and like, and at 16 to learn that, that was like pretty incredible, you know, like, and also learn that life is a very precious gift and that we really need to be present with those that we love and like let those people around us know how important they are because we just don't know like life is you know can be so fragile um and then so you know I gradually like I remember just being like scared to even talk to people because I'd be scared if they say oh so do you have a boyfriend and then I'd like break into tears you know so you know and I'd I'd had just moved um up to Queensland which was like far away from my country town where we lived like I grew up and so I was like kind of in a new place and like people were like and they didn't know you know what I mean so it's like hard um but then you know you just have to you just have to choose your thoughts and that's why I really got into doing that and practicing that and being grateful for like the small things like if you can just be grateful like oh you know what I'm really grateful that I have my sight I'm really grateful that you know I have a roof over my head. I'm really grateful that, you know, I can have a fresh shower, you know, like those things that we can all seem to take for granted. Like if we can have that kind of gratitude every day, then we can, you know, be happy. It just makes everything better. It puts everything into perspective, you know, and, um, and I feel like, you know, we all have things to be grateful for and being human, like everyone goes through challenges and, to be honest, that's what really creates so much depth of character um, and that's really what makes someone who they are when they do go through challenging times. You know, life is not amazing all the time for everyone, you know, and it's like if you can just like appreciate both the challenging times and the positive times and just kind of like ride the wave no matter where you're at, then it's like it's much easier. Thank you. No, yeah. That was really, really um I don't know. I'd say helpful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it also came at a really good time. Okay. Oh, um, because we have the heart chakra here. It's like yeah. kind of appropriate. This is one of your aromatherapy oils. Yeah. Obviously you're not just into skincare and everything. Do you think that like a fragrance like this does more than just like, oh, it smells pretty? Yeah. For me, it really does. I mean, that blend was made for me when I was going through like probably like the second hardest time that I've been through in my life was when Orlando and I got divorced and separated and I just like at first I was kind of like woohoo I'm like I'm a free woman I was relieved you know like that kind of first moment of denial and then like two months after I was like I just slipped into this like really intense depression where I like couldn't get myself out and I kept trying to change my thoughts and I couldn't and I spoke to my aromatherapist in Australia who works with me on core organics because we use aromatherapy throughout the whole range Um, and she made me this blend which is specifically made to nurture your heart um, and to comfort your spirit. Um, and it contains rose otto and lang lang um, and sandalwood and cedar wood. 
So those those supercharged oils. Like, so I would put it on my pulse points and then put it directly on my heart and like smell it. And it's just like it really worked for me. Like it's instantly like made me feel more like calm it's and very calm. and it felt to me like I feel like the closest thing that I could describe it to is like it felt like I was, you know, I know it sounds silly, but it felt like I was like getting a hug, like a nurturing hug, you know? You're going to think I'm making this up and being a big fat liar, but that's exactly how I was going to describe it. It feels like a little hug. It feels like a little hug. Or like what it is, but it is very... um, It's very nurturing. Yeah. And usually I feel like vanilla scents are the huggy scents, but this does have a hug This is a huggy one. I don't know how. how, Also, it went through rose quartz. It goes through rose quartz to give the vibration of love. Like all of them went through rose quartz, you know? the rose like is there a rose quartz in the vat oh there's a rose quartz yeah like a big one and it gets like cleansed by the sun and the and energized and that by the sun and the moon and they clean it in like salt water and then they put it back in and then everything like goes through it and the ones that were mine rose quartz that i had are there amazing crystals in your home yes i have crystals everywhere that's awesome huge like like, ones big like i have a big um in malibu which probably can see it online somewhere in like my house like I have this big clear quartz. Um, I also have like these huge like geodes of amethyst. Um, I have rose quartz around a tree at home. Like, oh, like wow. It's like Ooh. the love corner of my, my you know, in like feng shui, there's like the love corner. That's like a tree outside, like outside of my bedroom. And like there's all rose quartz around like big chunks of rose quartz. Are there like crystal dealers in LA or like like? You know, I don't um, mean dealers. <laughs> dealers, is the wrong, dealers is the wrong word, but like, are there people who specialize in that in yeah. Los Angeles? Yeah. That sounds so, so dignified. Like, from they're, dealers they, too. They are there specialists like, or they're like, um, they're, they have <laughs> like, Sotheby's, does Sotheby's have a, um, no. a, an area? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> I can't help. Appraisers. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, they have like big like crystal f- like fairs and things and like I have a lady who like goes to them and she'll be like sending me pictures like, hey, what do you think of this one? Or like. Almost yeah. like artwork. That's yeah, really like artwork. Cool. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm vibing that. What do you, how do you feel about <laughs> it? You know, and like, she's like, yeah, I think you're right. Like try this one. Oh yeah, that one feels good. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. That sounds like a crystal dealer. That's what we're going to call her. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's Fat Mascara. We can't let you leave without talking about products a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you use all the products that you've made, but like on a lazy day, you're just hanging out with the kids and the fam. Do you put all this stuff on or what's your like basics? My basic is Cleanse Mist and Moisturize. Oh, Cleanse Mist Moisturize. That's really easy. Really easy. CMM. CMM. Yes. Yeah. You'll, and which cleanser? Three steps. There's only one cleanser, right? No, um, we have three. Yeah. Um, I go between the cream cleanser and the foaming cleanser. And sometimes I like to do both because I like to use the cream cleanser to kind of like remove my eye makeup and then, you know, and like do the first cleanse and then the foaming to do the second. I know it sounds selfish, but that's just, I like to do it that way. Um, And then mist my face. I like to use like, it depends. Right now I'm kind of gravitating towards the rose the rose mist, but this citrus mist is incredible. And then the lavender mist is incredible. Like, because all these are made by my aromatherapist and um, this lavender one is great to use before bedtime. Do you put it on your mm. face or the pillow? On my face both? and the pillow. Is there so I keep this one next to right my now? bed. Yes. Let me just check it's the right one because okay. these are samples. 
Yeah, this is really nice. great. The lavender is We're really soothing. And, then, <laughs> and so what's your moisture? Do you do the oil or the cream moisturizer? Or? I use the hydrating day and night. Hydrating um, day and night. That one right there is the oily one, but I Muffin. use the hydrating day and night. And I mix it with a couple of drops of the Noni Glow face oil. Right. Because that's just like, for me, the best combination to kind of get that glow. And then I put powder down the center. Like after I've like, so that's a good base for makeup and, you know. Does your family think this is great, this whole Noni thing? Like, they is do. It just, I mean, they must just be, like, over the moon that, like, you know. Yeah, like my, it's like your family heritage is, like, It really through. is. It is. And also, you know what? I designed, um, I still designed teacups for Royal Albert, which is another licensing deal. Didn't put my money into that one. Yeah. <laughs> but I make money from it, which is great. And the family's um, really into And the, the family's really into the teacups because so cool. when I was a little girl, my grandmother had this, like, treasured, chest and she would keep all her Royal Albert, Royal Dalton teacups in there and we'd sit and have like a cup of tea and like she would talk to me about like, you know, her childhood memories or like the mischief she used to get up to (laughs) and like, and so, you know, to me when I had the opportunity to design these teacups, I was like, I kind of did that for my nan because I know like, obviously I love designing and I love the creative aspect of it. Um, and I really have a connection to the teacups because of her, but I like was really like excited to know that she would be able to put them in like her cabinet and like That's sweet. You call yeah. her your nan? My nan, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, mascara, because it's fat mascara. You still wear makeup. It's not like you're yeah, yeah. lest anybody think she's just like rolling around in no. quartz crystals and no makeup. Mm-hmm. No, no. You're a glamour it's, girl. You can And be also the thing is it's about a balance. Mm-hmm. Like like I said. 80% healthy and if you can make a conscious choice of what you're putting on your skin because the skin is the largest organ on the body. Mm-hmm. So if you're putting, you know, products on there that fill it with new nutrients and also help detoxify it, then... Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey, 
Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Why wouldn't you? Like, it's a no-brainer to me. Like, why would you want to fill your body with chemicals? Right. You know, um... But when you and at the it, end of the day, like healthy skin is beautiful skin, you know, but then obviously there's makeup that I wear that's not organic and, and that's fine for me because I'm, it's like part of that like 20%, but like right. 80% of what I do is like, you know, I'm putting on the 
large areas of my body, all my core mm-hmm. organics, you know, and all my skin. Well, tell us about the 20% yeah. then. Like, what's on your lashes right now? Oh, right yeah. now it's the Charlotte Tilbury um, mascara. Another one. I yeah. swear. Like I like Charlotte other, Tilbury mascara. Every other person that comes into the studio mentions her products. That's she crazy. did the makeup for your wedding, right? No, she, oh, she I didn't. Did. I oh, used, I'm so sorry. I, no, I used her... Um, the lipstick, right? Lipstick. Okay, I thought it was so clever. Which, because she said she you wore her lipstick, so I thought she was... Which did. shade is your lipstick? Shade? Yeah. Um, it was Walk of Shame, which is funny. <laughs> for a wedding. For a wedding. <laughs> Not like Walk Down the Aisle. It was Walk of Shame mixed with Amazing Grace. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about fragrance. With the, is the aromatherapy oils your only thing? Or do it you, is now. It's pretty. I can't, I, can't, I can't really wear anything else. What about like any candles or anything? Ooh, yeah. um, I have a friend. Her name's Holly Star, and she has candles that she makes. And the candles that she makes are like, really pure and they have intention and um there's a company called matter and home and that's where she makes candles for and she actually uses like crushed rose quartz in one of her love candles so i really are they scented not really maybe a little because she uses like crushed like petals like rose right real petals not like they're not synthetically scented they're like the real deal Mm. got it and she's a magic girl too a magic girl. Yeah, she's magic. Are you, you know, like some are people, you a magic girl? I'm very much into are magic. Are we magic girls? Yeah, you girls are magic. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Whoa, guys, um, new podcast alert. Time for some housekeeping. What's the new podcast? It's called Where Brains Meets Beauty, and it's run by Jody Katz of Base Beauty Creative Agency, and she works with some of the coolest brands, many of which we talk about in this podcast. Uh, it's not a new podcast, but the newness is Jess and I were guests on the it podcast. It was really cool. It was really weird being on the other side of the mic. I felt very exposed, very vulnerable. Weird. Yeah. But it was really fun. It's a great episode. So what is the name of the podcast again, um, The Search? It's called Where Brains Meets Beauty, and you can yeah. find it on iTunes. And um, I hope you enjoy it. And it, we talk about um, how we make this podcast and It's beauty. so meta. Yeah. We talk about beauty burnout. We talk about what we like to do at home. It's So raise a wand to that. We will raise a wand to that. But let's raise a wand to some beauty products, too. Yeah. Jen, what you got for me? Okay, you know how we get products in advance of when they actually come out? And then you and I are always talking about, like, I'm waiting to get raise a wand until I finally can. Finally, this product is coming out. It came out October 18th. So it is, it's a Rodan and Fields product. Wow. I've never really gotten on board with their products. They have a new retinol. It's called the Intensive Renewing Serum. It's a retinol. Instead of a retinol, it's a retinol, which is a less irritating form of retinol. Here's the thing about retinol. I know I hate it. I don't want it because I'm sensitive. But I noticed because I stopped using it Mm -hmm. that I haven't been exfoliating. My skin cells haven't been turned over. And I can't use like a manual exfoliant because I get really red. So I was like, I really want to put a retinol back in, but I'm nervous, you know? Yes, I understand why you'd be nervous. So I heard that this is supposed to be great. I've been trying it every other day. And it doesn't have anything extra in it because they're in those little ampules. Oh, I love those little ampules. So you know it's airtight and you know they don't have extra ingredients because, you know, it doesn't have to mix with water or cream to get into a lotion pump. I am telling you, I am like Glow City since I've been using these. You pop open the little ampule and you know how much I've been traveling? 
You've been traveling like a lot. Dude, this is the genius way to travel. You Five days, you put five little ampules in a little pot. Good to go. Um, so if you wanted to try retinol but you've been nervous, the uh, Rodana Feels Intensive Renewing Serum, which has retinol, or retinol, it's with an A. I don't know how to say that. Um, it just came out, and I'm really into it. Probably Veronica Webb is too, right? She loves a bit of Rodan and Fields. Our former podcast guest. Hi, Veronica. What are you raising a wand to? My raise a wand? What is it? My lips are so dry that I had to break out the big guns, mm. and thank God I found it just in time. Clark's Botanicals Ultra Rich Lip Tint. comes. It's, it's pinky. This one's called More Nude. M-O-O-R-E. I don't know if that's some kind of like Julianne Moore <gasps> thing. I don't know. Yes. I'll have to ask Francesca Clark, the founder of the brand. But it's this like nude that goes on without looking too like creepy. And like, I don't like when nudes are too nude where they just look like what the hell is on your lips. This is Corpsey. really, yeah, this is really nice. It's very rich. I just put a little bit on. It has the, the slanted um, angle so that it's very ergonomic. A- applicator, yes. Yeah, applicator. <laughs> applicator. And uh, <laughs> applicator. And um, it just gives, it, it has a nice slip to it. I honestly have about six different lip balms and glosses on the go when the temperature drops. And um, this suits me nicely. I really like it. So you're getting color and the whole balm factor. Col- yeah, color and balm. And um, to be honest, I like the name too. More. Maybe it's like Roger Moore. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's Julianne. It's Julianne. I, I don't know. It, it, I just think it's a, it's a great color. So Raise a wand. Yeah, I pop it on my desk all the time while I'm thinking. Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really want to help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to fatmascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at fatmascara or email us at info at fatmascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.